Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of The Great Black North. I am your favorite author, Robert Mulolo. Hi, I'm Devin M.D. Jones, and we have two awesome guests today. Yay! Ian, introduce yourself. I go by the name of, no, it's actually my name, Ian Andre Espinay. Um, I am a, an event presenter, I don't know, an event producer, graphic designer, serial entrepreneur in the city of Toronto. Awesome. awesome. And our second guest returning to us, Arnold. Remind Thanks for everybody. having me back, guys. <laughs> um, it's a pleasure to come back. Uh, my name is Arnold Flowers. You can see uh, at Red Sox Nation. Robert, don't hold it against me. Uh, <laughs> be up on social media, but I can't wait for this topic and Devin grilling us. Yeah, Devin. That sounded really genuine. <laughs> <laughs> Devin is back in a, she's putting all of us in a hot seat and she's back taking the reins. So as you can see, there'll be a lot of questions from <laughs> from Devin to all of us. Um, because we didn't even tell them what the topic was. I'm going to let you introduce that. Today's topic is black men and body image. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> so where does this stem from? So as a personal trainer, um, I get to meet tons of different people from different backgrounds and um, I find probably the most, most, I guess, I don't want to say insecure, but most like, oh, I can't find words. So most insecure <laughs> about body image in terms of like, um, in terms of females, in terms of talking about their bodies. I find in my professional opinion that black men have been the most vocal about it. So um, we brought together three men first question do you exercise regularly and what is your exercise regimen if so all right roberto okay well um i fell off but <laughs> um no i had uh, started with um uh, some boxing classes that I was taking, uh, and it was four days a week. That's what I was doing. And you dropped like a ton of weight real fast. I did. I did. And what did you? What else did you do, Robert? Uh, I took one one session with. Um, how could I call that person? <laughs> uh, I want to find the correct qualifier for this one. Uh, Let's see. Uh, EDMing in the gym? Whoa. No, 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 no. Not EDMing in the gym. No, no. Let's see. Uh, Remember the Seinfeld episode, Mental Bomb? Was she like that? <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I was in there and it was just like, what? Some? Uh, we got to do this again? We got we got another one? There's another one? Uh, we just did it to bad, and it wasn't a session because you didn't pay for it. It was. <laughs> wow. <laughs> we worked out together. We worked right? out together. We went to the gym together as friends to yes. work out. Yes. We did one of the workouts that I would normally do. We did a Tabata, which is 20 seconds on, 10 seconds off. You usually do like up to six, six to eight rounds of yeah. that back and forth with the same exercise yeah I'm just, i was just exaggerating but yeah yeah i did uh i did get 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 it in, in the gym with Devin and uh which i i'm very impressed with and i talk about it to this day oh awesome it was a good time it was there's a, good a lot time. of guys in general that will never won't go to the gym with me <laughs> i'll do it again <laughs> i yeah. got no problem all I mean, right arnold yeah um i I would have to say non-existent, and this is a very interesting topic because um, it's been a situation, and, and we can talk about it in terms of, you know, my son, I don't want to shame him, but, you know, he's getting to 16 now, and he's starting to kind of get interest from the girls, and now he's doing the workout thing um, and wanting to work out, so I'm sitting there, and I'm like, well, I have a non-existent workout, and now he's working out, 
um, and I see his discipline. So it is now motivating me to get back into the game. So thank you, son. Ian, what's yours? Um, I, so a couple of months ago, I was with a trainer. Um, I was working out regularly, consistently, and posting to social media, as Devin may have seen. Um, then I had some small injuries. I had a rotator cuff injury mm-hmm. and, a, and a recurrent, um, I have a problem with my MCL. So I have a, a, um, a partial tear to my MCL. So I've taken a little break, um, but I actually just registered at um, a boxing club over here, ironically. My, my shoulder's better now. Mm-hmm. And, um, and I'm actually starting on Monday, so, or oh, Tuesday. So, yeah. Beautiful. Nice, mm-hmm. nice. Um, okay, outside of, outside of Arnold's son, and do you guys feel societal pressure to um, ever look a certain way, or now or in the past when you were younger? When I was younger, no. I did not. Like, when I was younger, I didn't think I was going to get big. <laughs> at all. I didn't think I was. And the thing is, the whole thing, like, caught me by surprise when I did. You know what I'm saying? I was just like, how did how did I get there? So now, um, now it's not so much like societal uh, 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 pressure. It's more like me just like not liking who I see when I come out and and stand in front of the mirror without a shirt on. So, so when I was younger, I was obsessed. I was um, I was an athlete, um, and the things that I could do with my body were crazy. Um, I was both a martial artist and a tennis player. I played um, tennis at like all the way up to like 18. I was like number three in Ontario. I, I competed in martial arts, et cetera, et cetera. I used to take people's lunch money, holding chairs by the bottom of the thing and yeah, doing all sorts of L sits and all sorts of stuff that people couldn't do. Um, then when I didn't take the, um, the tennis scholarship to UBC, for a girl, of course. Um, when I stayed back, um, I never played tennis again. I turned, I, I put down the tennis racket and never played it again. Um, then um, stretching, I had a stretching machine. I don't know if you guys have ever seen one of those machines. I tore my groin and I was like, that's enough for that <laughs> with martial arts as well. So, and then over the years, um, you know, I was in entertainment. I am in entertainment. And, um, I have no shortage of access to, to women and I've been cute. And, <laughs> and so even though I was gaining weight, it was, you know, Miguel is not an issue, you know? <laughs> so, <laughs> so it never bothered me. Um, however, as you, as you get into your like mid thirties, as, as Robert was saying, like you start to look back and you're like, you know, throwback Thursday and you're like, I had a six pack. Like I'm not, I'm almost not even from the same species. I was like a squirrel and now I'm like a bear. Right. Like, (laughs) you know what I mean? Like, so you start to be, and and then, you know, like Idris Elba comes out and he's a little bit older and he has a little six pack and Lance Gross is here. And now everybody wants, um, what's his name? Um, Kofi Surabo. And you know what I mean? Like that's the guy from Queen Sugar, if you don't know, you know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, oh, oh, I know. Do you mean Blue Angel? Yes. Yeah. Ralph Angel. <laughs> Ralph Angel. Oh, oh, Ralph oh sorry. Angel. Blue. Blue. <laughs> oh, his son. His son. Is his son. Pick, pick, up your, pick up your toys now, Blue. <laughs> <laughs> really? <laughs> but Devin, you would be okay with that, right? If he spoke like that. Oh, she would. She no, would not at all. Oh, I don't yeah, like him would, at all. You would, you would cougar. No, him. I would not. Okay. I sorry. Like sorry, guys. Sorry. I. I Sorry, I went off topic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, but like, you know, so you start to, you, st- you start to become, like I went to, um, to girls trip and I went, um, I went with a lady friend and uh, he came on screen and she went like this. I can't do it. But she, she did something like that. She bit her leg. And then she had the audacity to cross her legs. And I was like, I will drop you. <laughs> like, <laughs> I will leave you in this movie theater right now. <laughs> You know what I mean? So, yeah, like, I mean, yeah, you, you, you become a little self-conscious and, you know what I mean? Like, you start to put on extra layers and, you know, try on extra outfits and not buy clothes at the store and bring them home to try them on. Yeah, yeah, I would say, you know, um, 
as you as you get older you start to become more body conscious for me anyway hmm. but i think that's like you both kind of just brought up that point in terms of um female attention and how much that um affects the fact of you like the fact that ian was like i was still getting female attention so who cares i didn't have a six pack <laughs> like you know what i mean like it didn't even matter and see that and was, that was that was the early 30s talking because I also said I don't need to go down as long as I throw hot parties. So, <laughs> you know. Um, I like that. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, <laughs> <laughs> Hilarious. Lessons learned. <laughs> and I feel like guys, I feel like guys think too that like as long as a guy has like a six pack or looks like Kofi, or looks like you guys mentioned Kofi and Idris, and neither of those guys do it for me. It's just, but you're not out there chubby chasing either, are you? Um, I have, I have like a forever crush on Fat Joe. Like, <laughs> Fat, Fat Joe, or of course, you mentioned having a big both, fucking Fat Joe. Both. Okay. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. His face doesn't change. I'm a face person. So, like, if your face is like, real like he has the most amazing lips i met him in dc um i was at a party and he walked by like this and i was like i love you <laughs> so it's not a it's not a everybody's different and it's just like it's the same thing it's funny because like i feel like women feel the exact same thing where it's just like oh i don't look like this this supermodel or this or this whoever over here this actress over here and so nobody's going to look, everybody's going to like compare me to them where it's just like, do you actually really compare people? Yeah. <laughs> like I'm seeing some yeses, some no, no oh, responses. <laughs> no, I think, I think it's a, an age thing. I think mm -hmm. you know, I was talking about it the other day. I was saying like, I can't speak to anybody else, but I can speak for black men. I was saying that. Um, can you speak for all black men? No, I can't speak. We're not a homogenous group. But I, but, I can speak, but I can speak as a black man. Okay. And, and I can speak from, from my personal experience. I was saying, I was given an example of, um, of, of, a, of something that happened in amnesia. And I was saying that we kind of like lack rites of passage. And so we're still like, so like a lot of my friends into like their mid thirties, we're still doing things like running missions and these kind of things. And so, I find that there's a lot of guys who are running around looking for, like there's an archetype, like Beyonce or, um, so the ones who don't like Beyonce, like Kelly, like she's the slim one, but there's, there's a Nia Long, this, mm -hmm. that, whatever type of woman that they're looking for, a typology, you know what I mean? And, and it's not until you get a little bit older, you've experienced a few things or you get sick that you realize, you know, that the hot girl doesn't come to visit you in the hospital after you have a stroke or, you know what I mean? Like, or like when you get fat or whatever the case may be. Right. So, but, but that's just my take. I don't know. But I feel like it's the same other way around too. Right. Like yeah, the girls yeah. who are falling all over Kofi right now don't realize I'm like, he's, I don't feel he's that bright. And that's why, and that's what turns me off about him to me. It's He's like, actually pretty smart, but I mean, notwithstanding. Uh, I, but I, in hearing him in interviews and stuff, like hearing him speak in interviews, it turns me off. Like I was just like, mm, no. Right? Mm -hmm. So, okay, so. But, but, um, but, but by and large, women chase those guys well into their 30s, don't they? Like I see, no. I was at a wedding. No. I was at a wedding a couple of months ago, and I, was, I saw this girl, and she was with this really, really good-looking guy, and he was like, degrading her she was like you know she wouldn't even know where the kitchen was if it ran into her she doesn't um you know she has her little job as a teacher like she he was like degrading and and i was like why is this girl with this guy and it's like oh because he's a trophy you know what i mean like because he is that good looking like i see oh eye candy yeah like eye candy i see women with, candy. Yeah, whatever, candy. yeah whatever it is you know what i mean um with guys who aren't that smart a lot of the time, you know what I mean? Like when I was young and funny enough, I didn't realize, but when I was young, I would, I used to say things like still waters run deep because girls would be like with bad boys and rude boys and good looking guys. But they, those guys had no substance or intelligence. Right. And yeah, I was but like, you're also, you're also talking about a certain type of girl. 
So my answer for that is stop chasing those girls. Cause there's a whole other, there's like tons of other women that don't do that. Like, I don't do that. I don't have, my friends don't do that. We just have, we've never been really those girls. At all ages or just recently? Even like probably into like our late twenties is when we were just like, mm, yeah, these guys aren't worth it. I don't know. Girls Trip was the number one movie in the country and I guarantee it was Kofi Cerebo in the commercial. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> But that's not what brought you up to the movie. It was because it was a movie from a black woman's point of view about black women. I, I don't agree. Um, <laughs> I, I don't, you I don't agree that that's why no, no, no. I went to go see no, the because, movie because as a black four, woman. Four years in a row. For black women. Okay, but right. four <laughs> years in a row. So four years in a row, Carabana, I brought Omari Hardwick, mm-hmm. Ghost from Power, mm-hmm. right? And mm-hmm. I watched 1,500 women go like this. Right and like so, was this was his wife with him? I just no, uh, no, no, no. I brought, I brought. Coach <laughs> Hall was hot. I brought him when Laz Alonzo was hot. Like, there's a reason that we bring male celebrities to parties at Carabana, right? Because mm-hmm. by and large, women. Because like, if you brought Nia Long, I wouldn't go anywhere. I wouldn't necessarily leave my house to see her. But women, yeah, because, large, because there's women. less chance of Nia Long sleeping with you than there is of Lance Gross sleeping with one of these women. Not really. Have you seen me? But <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's not about you specifically. It's just about in general how women and women and female celebrities and male celebrities, how they actually act. Is that true? Like how many how many groupies do female celebrities have? Do they have a ton of groupies like men chasing after them down the street? No, it's just. That's just the nature of our society. I mean, we could get into a conversation on the behavior of the female celebrity. <laughs> they actually are as bad as the males. <laughs> Coincidentally. They, are they going to choose a whole gaggle of them and take four of them back to the room? Uh, <laughs> I don't want to bust anybody's files. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, how, back to the body image. So... With your body image, how much in your choice of choosing to exercise is related to your health? In my circumstance, it's 90% at this point. Next. Yeah, I, I, I would say it's the same for me. I, I think um, I've had a lot of wake-up calls in terms of uh, family members and, and uh, friends my age dropping down dead of heart attacks. Um, and it's just because of, you know, West Indian culture, because we eat such rich foods from a cholesterol standpoint, you know, drink a lot of liquor and just hang out. Um, that catches up to you. So, you know, those are clarion calls. I think, uh, I think also for me is, you know, as I kind of, you, Devin, you were asking about body image and growing up um, in terms of my dad, um, you know, I saw his, his body image in terms of his body type. And because I was so much like him, I figured that's how I would look when I got that age, which I do. What is what um, did he look like? What well, I mean, he was he was he was skinny everywhere mm-hmm. else, other than low belly in his midsection. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, so I, I I think from that particular perspective, as I saw um, the ages that he was at and the health issues he started to have, then you become conscious of that in terms of milestones, right? To say, you know, you really got to start thinking about certain things so um yeah the health factor for me isn't um the image thing as much as it's um as as much as it's yeah you need to get healthy and you need to stay healthy and the healthier you get the less issues you have down the road very much so robert our youngest one on the panel is health (laughs) is health part of the reason were you yet no it's not it's not the health it's mostly i just yeah, aesthetic. Well, need, for me, you need to get some. You need girls. Get girls. No, that's not for <laughs> girls. It's definitely not for girls. I've, I I stopped doing this for girls from for quite some time now. No, it's really just for me to enjoy. Like I like. I, I want to be happy when I look at myself in the mirror. That's all. So I'm gonna change my vote a little bit. Oh. Um. So it is. It is by and large for health. Um. As Arnold said, like we've. If you're, you know, at this age, I've been to a lot of funerals, um, a lot of people in good and bad condition dropping down from health issues, um, but also because my image is a part of my job, 
right? Mm-hmm. Um, and so it's important that, um, to a certain extent, that I am consistent, like in terms of the way that I look and whatever, like dressing, you know, for the for the role that I play, right? And you can't dress when you're a certain size because they just make ugly shit. So. <laughs> It's funny because I actually, I, a woman was just talking about that today. I was reading somewhere and she was having, she was having a soliloquy about that, <laughs> <laughs> about like the bigger you are as a woman, the less options that you have in terms of clothing. Yeah. I'm like, things look like the Moomoo's guy, like, and you know what I mean? Like, what is that? <laughs> but it's, and it's funny because it seems to be a little bit um, of a trend, like, uh, Robert had me watching the Def Jam 25th anniversary show and people talking about Cedric and Ent- entertainer dropping, dropping the weight. Um, and there Rogers. was yeah, Anthony, um, Anthony, Anthony, yeah. Dropping, dropping the weight. Um, and so it's, and then you have like Kevin Hart running around with his little fitness videos and sponsorships, like a comedian who now has an like athletic sponsorship deals, like, you know what I mean? For the first time ever. Um, so it's how much of that do you think kind of influences you? Um, actually very much like seeing people like losing the weight you're talking about, right? Yeah. Seeing these yeah. guys that have been like, they, like Anthony Anderson's been in the on TV for how long and he's just been that big guy and then all of a sudden he just lost all this weight and you're like oh and now all of a sudden he's super famous he's more mm-hmm. famous than he's ever been exactly yeah no I mean um speaking of Fat Joe I mean even him like you know losing the weight and everything like that going going through um like showing his exercise regiment and um seeing multiple people doing that is actually very 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 inspiring. I mean, it just, I see it and I'm just like, you know what, I can't actually, yeah, it's possible. I could do it. Yeah, Yeah, Devin, I I think when you talk about Kevin Hart, um, I think it's, it's been this intersection of comedians and celebrities kind of mixing with the LeBron Jameses of the world, like those, the the athletes. So now when they're with them, you know, they're training with them, you know, so to speak. And, you know, just to speak of the athlete and, and the modern athlete, it's amazing how, smart that they've become about understanding how much of their body is their investment and the mm-hmm. fact that they take care of it because they know they're not going to be playing as long. I mean, you look at LeBron James. I mean, he's what approaching, is he in his mid thirties yet? Um, mm-hmm. Or he's early thirties. I mean, he works out like a beast and he's been in the league since he was like 19, right? Cause he just knows he needs, that's how he needs to keep competitive and stay competitive with the guys coming up. So he's posting just like, you know, Kevin Hart, he's posting videos in terms of letting people know, like he's, he's still on his game and he's still grinding in the off hours. Right. So I, I definitely think that is kind of spilled over into that conscious thinking in terms of um, the working out and the health piece. And I think, I think by and large, like, I mean, I think, you know, these microaggressions kind of like, wear on you right so i go to an event i go to an event and a girl comes up to me and rubs my belly <laughs> right or like you know kevin hart somebody probably called him cute you know what i mean like or like squeezed his cheeks or did something these little little microaggressions i call them that like ultimately you know guys come up to you and they hit you really hard like they're like yo what's up enough love and i'm like like what are you doing like, <laughs> like you know what i mean because and or like the little things that people say inadvertently yo what's going on big guy you know what i mean like those like microaggressions wear on you and on top of that um you know kevin hart has to be seeing kofi cerebo the sex symbol or <laughs> idris elba the sex symbol and those guys like anthony anderson has dropped weight He's become a sex symbol, but in the in the process, and I don't know what the correlation is between his success and his weight loss, but he he's you know um, probably he can afford a more expensive trainer. Oh no, but what I'm saying, <laughs> and a, and I'm saying chef. yeah, like I'm, I'm I'm wondering if if like if the weight loss has made him more successful because it's made him more accessible or more sexier or whatever the case may be, right? True. true yeah, true. and Devin, I I think there's two narratives here in terms of the weight loss piece in terms of, I think, stigma too. If you look at, you know, what Revan Al Sharpton, what's happened to him in terms of his weight loss and his decision 
to lose weight. I'm sure it's because this year. <laughs> what happened? I missed but, that. I didn't even know what's going on with Sharpton. <laughs> you um, didn't see that 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 selfie he had. No. <laughs> Wear no shorts. He's in the sport. And he's just stood like this. <laughs> no, I need to look. I'm gonna look that up. Yeah. So I mean, he's. <laughs> It is funny, but we're not looking at how much weight he's lost and how much of a journey he's taken. I'm looking at how much weight he lost. Trust me. In that selfie, little skinny, little, little, he looked like a little skinny schoolboy. <laughs> but, but he's being wafted after. Um, I, I think the other narrative, which has been interesting, is um, because males dominate the narrative in terms of media, Mm-hmm. It is amazing how much the term uh, dad bod is now glorified, right? <laughs> that women are saying, oh, I like dad bods. And it's like, really? Do you? Um, so now they're showing celebrities who have these dad bods, right? Yeah. Um, so now it's like, oh, it's okay for us to get fat, um, but women still are of the same stigma, right? In terms of dealing with it. Um, like I saw, you know, I'm not going to make this about Trump, but you know, you see like a, for instance, a Donald Trump with um, his new wife. I saw his original wife, um, Ivana. Um, and it's like, wow, it's amazing how much she's aged. But Donald Trump has aged, but he doesn't look like he's aged as much because he has Melania. You know, so it's just interesting how it's just that disposable kind of, um, of culture when it comes to women. And, and I don't know if you guys have ever seen somebody actually took the time to have a Excel chart of Leonardo DiCaprio and how he's been getting older, but the girls that he dates are the same age, right? Mm-hmm. To, to show that he has that 20s kind of thing, right? But then it's just okay for us, right? Yeah, so I think, I think um, and actually I didn't, I didn't even think about it until Arnold mentioned this, and the anti-aging. If I drop 40 pounds right now, I will, like, I'll look 27. Like, <laughs> like it'll, you know what I mean? And nobody wants to be the old guy. Right, um, which is a part of the reason Jay Z has Beyonce. Right, like these are anti-aging. Don't worry, you'll, you'll be okay. Um, <laughs> she's squinting her eyes at me. You'll be okay. No, but like, and, and no, because you guys have mentioned like it has nothing actually to do with the men. It actually is about the women. They're just choosing younger women, and that's because it keeps you. Because it keeps so hanging around with younger people gives younger. you. Hanging around with younger people gives you doper phrases. And it gives you like access to like culture and like you listen to younger music and you become like being an entertainment. I'm a younger 40 than people who go home to Ajax, watch uh, Shonda Rhimes and go to bed at nine o'clock. I don't Sorry. know if I'm pointing the right way on the screen, but I'm pointing at Arnold. Sorry, Arnold. <laughs> but no, like customarily people, people move into their forties. They move to Ajax. They drive a red Volvo station wagon and they watch Shonda Rhimes and go to bed at 10 o'clock and eat, eat, eat. And you know what I mean? Like, and that's, that's the, the habits, right? Like those people, no, sorry, I don't mean those people. They don't want to go back down. They don't want to go downtown. They don't want to, if they, if they reach their couch and they take off their socks, they're not going out for the night. They, I live downtown and I still, if I take off my socks, I ain't leaving the house. <laughs> <laughs> the first thing I do when I get in the house is take off my pants. Once my <laughs> pants are off, that's it. <laughs> within context and i'm not even 40 yet <laughs> now, just now around the corner um i lost my question because i got so involved in what you guys were talking about okay so if you had do you guys have in mind what your ideal body would look like yep oh yep. that was yep. a lot of quick yups Yep. Right. So you ever seen the Tyrese um, how are you going to act like that video? <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to have I'm going to have to pull that up again. I remember I remember it. But now I'm going to have to look for it. Yeah, that's it. All right. I'm going to put that in my thing. Tyrese how you how you going to act, like, act, act like that. I'm like typing it phonetically. Going act like that. All right. Uh, Arnold um, I would have to say uh, Cam Chancellor, the strong safety for the Seattle Seahawks. The guy who's I mean, under I, fire right now? 
Ah, uh, no, that would be Cameron Terrell Newton. Oh, okay. Um, and it was a kid. And it was a kid. <laughs> yes, another Cameron. Um, but I mean, that guy's over six feet. He's 200 pounds. I mean, he's just pure muscle and he's a beast. Um, so I, I would say Cam Chancellor. All right. Roberto? Well, um, I've been saying this every, like every summer, I've been saying this uh, to everyone. I'll be saying, you wait until I get that LL Cool J body. <laughs> yes, he has been saying that. <laughs> until I get that LL Cool J body, I'm just walking around, no shirt on. Even in winter, it'll be too hot for me to be wearing a shirt. Full sleeve tattoos. <laughs> I just have one tattoo right here, but yo, I'll add some more. I'm just saying. I'm adding a couple more. <laughs> okay, so speaking of tattoos, do you think that um, some people do the tattoos to kind of, what's the word, to kind of make up for not having the perfect body in some ways or to accentuate? You don't think that's part of the body image? Mm -mm, not at all. I think, I think the, tattoo, the tattooing is, um, is a, like, is, uh trendy no <laughs> sorry I'm like, no, no, i was watching you lose your words i, I know see that's happening to me it's catching. um accessories it's a it's an accessory for the body right so it's like i'm in good shape um look at like <laughs> you know what i mean it's it's the accentuator to bring yeah. focus yeah. to it yeah exactly yeah, as, opposed yeah. To, yeah. as opposed to like you know what I mean? Like, no disrespect to Rick Ross, but his tattoos are not covering up his man boobs. Like, you know what I mean? Like, no. You know, but, but, um, I can't think of anybody with tattoos right now, but LL Cool J's microphone tattoo brings attention to his well-sculpted arm, right? That is true. Um, who else has tattoos? A whole bunch of them. Oh, everybody. I feel like everybody seems to have tattoos these days. It's yeah. very rare to meet people who don't have tattoos. Funny enough, I traveled to ATL and I saw everyone in the airport with a tattoo. Like, from the ladies working, like, you know what I mean, like, in bags and everything, like, like you know, like, directing you towards, like, you know, which area of the airport you're supposed to go, whatever. All of them, neck tattoos, hand tattoos, all of that. No neck mm -hmm. tattoos. What does yours say? Reciprocity. Reciprocity. I was like, Serenity now? What? <laughs> <laughs> Serenity now! <laughs> That's another Seinfeld reference. <laughs> hey, hey, Javin, I have, a, I have a question for you. Sure. Um, we get to ask so, questions? Well, I just figured. You know. <laughs> we have no rules in this place. <laughs> so I, I, I agree to an extent with Ian saying that, you know, women can be just like men in terms of, you know, looking on the surface, but more often than not, I've heard women talk about the fact that, you know, they're not looking at the physical traits of a person, but you know, how, how they make them laugh, how funny they are, um, how intelligent they are along the same lines of what you've been saying. Do you think because women come from that mindset that it kind of enables men to say, okay, I don't have to be a certain way or I can let myself go or, you know, because there's women out there who would feel that way. Do you, do you think that's the case? Uh, yeah. I always say that I think it's so much easier in general for guys. From my viewpoint, I think it's easier for guys to uh, be, end up in a relationship than it is for women, um, mm. mostly just based on how we are socialized. Um, and because all women, for the most part, for the most part, of course, there's exceptions to the rule, but more women are more likely to want relationships and guys are like socialized to be like, no, relationships are tying us down. No, like even like parents tell their sons like, oh, don't settle down too quick. You know, you got to like, sold your oats. yeah, like, and I'm just like, but they don't say that to their daughters. They only say that to their sons. And I was like, but who are they dating? Like, you're like, it makes no sense. I'm like, you want, <laughs> you want your sons to sow their oats, but you want your daughters to like settle down and wait for the right, and like wait for the right guy. 
And I was just like, but you realize that all the daughters are hearing this and all the sons are hearing this, but they're all trying to date each other. Like it just, it's just creating chaos. That's what whores are for. Sorry. Right? So there is, there is. Actually, no, let's, let's talk about that. There are certain guys that. Sorry. (laughs) There are certain guys, like, like you said, there are certain women that you look at them and you'd be like, I'd sleep with them, but I'd never wife them. There are guys that we look at that you'd be like, I'd sleep with him. I wouldn't kick him out of bed, but. I'm not going to keep him around. I'm not going to walk around in public with this dude. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to let people know that I, that I mess with this dude. The uh, same thing, right? And I feel like that's what happens with those guys who, well, there are some people actually who want to walk around in public with those dudes because just the not, social yeah. thing. But at the end of the day, a lot of them know that, yeah, this is not the guy I'm going to end up with. So my, my perspective on that question is the ratio thing. Right, um, I think they said it's two point six one men in the city to women. Of right? Toronto. Yeah, oh. and then on top of that, I don't know how how old Robert or Arnold are, but I know that Devin, you probably. I mean, you're a little bit different, so I won't even try and put you in a box. But if you said you said you're approaching forty, so I'll pull thirty five. Right. Thirty nine. Okay. All right. Fine. <laughs> <laughs> All right, fine, fine, RKG. You want to put it on. 39, yeah. right? Devin probably won't date a 25-year-old, but Arnold might date a 25-year-old. I don't, see, I just you said I won't put her in a box. Because I literally just asked Arnold last week, I'm like, can I date a 25-year-old? <laughs> young oh. sir, I have nieces that are older than 25, sir. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay, so, so, but this is my- I think I offended everybody <laughs> <laughs> all right well I'll, I'll put it in perspective for you so my friends from ajax <laughs> who, who are not or may may or may not be cheating at the 24-hour sobies um, oh my god my friends from ajax <laughs> will date who are 40 will say they're 40 will date as low as 25 and as high as 47 48 Forty-nine, fifty. If the woman looks good and has equal or greater to lose, um, <laughs> but um, I'll explain that later. Uh, <laughs> so that that leaves them twenty-five to forty. That leaves them a fifteen-year window. Whereas most women who are thirty-nine will say, "I'm not dating lower than thirty-five. My little brother. Do you have a little brother, Devin? Nope, I'm the youngest. Oh, you're the youngest. So, <laughs> yeah, my little brother is thirty-five, and uh, gross. I think that's and then, weird. And then they'll date a little bit higher. So 39, she might date 43, 45, 50. Because I feel like 50 sounds like it's old. 48 is okay. Sorry, I hope nobody's 50. <laughs> right? But. <Nobody's> 50. <laughs> <laughs> I hope it's not 50. Stop it. <laughs> <laughs> just for men, just for men. Um, <laughs> no, sir. but yeah i i I asked arnold a couple days ago literally i was like can i date a 27 year old and what was the answer like the only reason i and the thing is it's not and and you could but you probably won't i won't because it's just like get on your nerves yeah pretty much and it's not it's not that i feel like old or anything of that sort or that i couldn't keep him or anything of that sort i'd be like hmm you need to learn some more. You need some more life. Yeah. <laughs> Come, back. Come I, I, back to me. When I, you- I mean, what is it that you're going to talk about? With, like, I've, I mean- heard, I've heard they're very attentive and they'll give you four rounds. Anyway. Yeah. I'm, not, <laughs> I'm, not about, I'm not about the endurance, man. Oh. I only like my endurance in the gym. Fifth floor. <laughs> Sorry. I'm about quality, not quantity. <laughs> I'll give you four long rounds. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's still quantity. That's still quantity. <laughs> might be flashbacks to Molly's O face now. Oh my gosh. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> Hilarious. Oh my gosh. Sorry, I took this off track. I'm sorry. Surprising. 
I'm out of character today. Oh my God. You're out of character? This is your character. <laughs> yes. You're always, you're like king, like, let's talk about this now. You're away. Oh my gosh. Uh, does anybody else have any questions for me? Questions for uh, you? Yeah. Since Arnold turned it or started well, that term. I, I, I do think at some point, um, based on the terms of the in terms of the female ar archetype, mm -hmm. um, I think at some point you do need to have a podcast talking about the Madonna horror complex, though. Oh, I know. I, as we started talking about this, I was like, uh, I'm going to have to talk about Arnold's thing. <laughs> That's what I call it. It's not the Madonna horror anymore. It's just Arnold's thing. <laughs> <laughs> so I have a question. Yes. So... There's a lot of this talk about, you know, you're going in the gym and Robert said that you, I, that he doesn't do it for women, right? Because mm -hmm. y'all is not an issue, right? But how much of your um, exercising and body stuff is really, like, I've always wondered when women say that they get dressed up to go to the club, but it's not for men, they do it for themselves. And I'm like, I've never seen anybody get dressed up and walk around their apartment. So, But you're much, not in the apartment. I've, I've never heard of anybody getting dressed up, putting on, putting on heels, walking around the apartment and looking at themselves, right? So my question is how much of it is actually for self and how much of it is for not even necessarily men, but outward appearance, like the way that you look in that suit or the way for, to other people, the way that you look in that um, Lululemon pants or <laughs> to other people. Um. Let me be the first to tell you that I get dressed up and I walk around my apartment in my heels and my full outfit. I'll do my full makeup and be like, damn, I'm cute. Yeah, it happens. And I know that my girlfriends do that. <laughs> and, like, and it's usually after I've already been shopping and I came home and bought stuff and then I put it on again so I can parade around for myself. There's no pictures. There's, it's not for anybody else. It's just for me. Right? So that does happen. Um, it depends on where you at, are at, I think, mentally and what, how you feel about yourself. Um, I think the majority of society is not at the point where um, they, do, they do that, they dress up for self. The majority of society dresses up for other people. But there are a lot of people, especially right now, where there's a lot of movement towards um, getting to understand yourself, um, doing, doing the actual work to really, really understand self and kind of know yourself and love yourself because there's so many people doing it and getting, um, getting that own self actualization. Um, it's a lot, it's becoming a little bit more normal. Like when I go out, I was like, like is when I went out for Caravana this year, I was like, Mm, should I wear this designer outfit to, <laughs> to a party? And I was like, I want to wear this designer outfit. I'm going to wear this designer outfit. I don't care what anybody else says. Right. And I dress up for me. I dress up for me or even just even my girlfriend that I'm going with to be like, yo, we look good. Right. Like it's just, and there, but there is a part of it where you want people to kind of react to it. But it's not, it's not to be like, oh, this guy's going to talk to me if I wear this outfit. No, yeah, yeah. It's, like, not, it's not, it's just like, it's an attention getting. Reaction, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so, you, you, know. want it, you want attention. And as I know, not everybody believes in like signs and stuff, but I'm a Leo. And as Leo, we're attention getting people. Like, like we like attention. We like people to look at us. And we really like looking good. Like it is actually like, if you, if you meet most Leos, most Leos, really put themselves together like all the time right I with that my brother is just a leo and that's what he does yeah and it's just like when i was like the last guy i dated was a leo too and, <laughs> and honestly like the hottest thing about him is that he put himself together like whenever we'd step out I'd be like damn you look good like you put this together you put that shirt with those pants and those shoes and that looks hot like, you know, you made sure your shave was all tight. You know what I mean? Like, all of that was just like, that was the hottest thing about him to me. Like, you know what I mean? Like, he's like, he was good looking to me. I know he wasn't good looking to everybody, but he was good looking to me. And the way he put himself together, that was extra selling because 
that is, that's important to me as a Leo. Like I'm going to always put myself together and I'm always going to represent the person that I'm with. Right. And I want them to do the exact same. Good. Okay. Yeah. No, I was curious because like, there's so much talk of I'm doing it for myself. And then I see all these gym selfies and I wonder about them. Right. Do you see, do you ever see me take gym selfies? Well, I, I was just speaking specifically <laughs> of you. Yo, yeah, when I'm in the gym, I'm too busy working out. You'll see it. Maybe you'll see a selfie like, hey, I'm heading to the gym. Or you'll see a selfie. Hey, I just finished at the gym. <laughs> but you, you almost, I think I took one gym selfie once and I was like, hey, I'm taking a gym selfie. Like it was a big deal. Okay. I got a question for all of y'all. It's for everybody. All right. Um... So Devin, you asked, what is our like basically ideal body uh, image? Like, you know, if we were to look for one, I just want to ask everybody in terms of, um, I don't know if uh, people are married or not, but if you were to look for a mate, what would be the ideal body for your mate? Oh, good question, Robert. What, 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 what do you see in your mind as a perfect body for your mate? What a loaded question. Gravely <laughs> <laughs> loaded like, question. Like, you're setting that up, eh? Like, <laughs> well, the perfect body type is whichever body type my woman actually has. All right, so I, I have a diverse set of body types that I like. I love Jill Scott, like she would get it. But I still, but I love Nia Long, she would get it. But I, Wait, I, love Jones Nia Long or Soul Food Nia Long? Both Nia Long. Both. Both Nia Long. Both. Um, but I like, um, what's her name from ATL? Uh, what's her name? Lauren London. Oh yeah. Uh, right. um, yeah. You know, but I but I think that what's what's common to all of those women is their face as well, right? But I really do like Jill Scott's body. But I don't know how much of it is Jill Scott's body and how much of it's Jill Scott's I this is me and I'm confident in this body. So it's her personality as well. Um I like thick girls. Um I've always, you know. Um, yeah. Yeah. And I like big girls too. Yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Why'd you turn your face like that? <laughs> Cause I was like the distinction. <laughs> there is a distinct, there's a difference. I, I was like, that's between. why I was like that. And then I didn't, I wasn't going to say anything. Cause I was like, yeah, there is a distinction. There's a difference between thick girls and big girls. Yeah. Yeah. Isn't the only distinction really the waistline? Pretty much. It's like mm -hmm. how small your actual waist is. And that's more mm. of like a what no. body, body shape. It is though. It is. It is because you can have, if Jill Scott didn't have a small waist, she would be a big girl. She is a big girl. Mm, I don't consider Jill Scott a big girl. I think she's thick. But it's the curvy. It's the hourglass it's curvy. curvy. Because if she, oh my, I'm not going to. Let's if I, if I put on weight, okay. <laughs> I will say, I will say this about myself because I won't talk about anybody else. But if I... Put on weight because I don't I don't have a small waist. I have a thick waist. That's just the way that my family's built. If I put on weight, then I would just I wouldn't there would no, no there would be no point where I was thick. I would just go from from slim to fat. So you wouldn't know where you began and where you end. You'd look like a bobble popper. Yeah, because I'd be know. like an apple. I'd be an apple because my legs won't grow. I don't. My legs are I. <laughs> my legs are scrawny. <laughs> My legs are scrawny, my <laughs> arms are scrawny, and then I would just only put on weight from like here to like my to my hips. It would just all come all. So, right I, here. so I can't speak for anybody else, but I like the the uh, pre pre Devon Devon. Um, <laughs> the pre Devon. Devon. The, uh, the, uh, the, uh, <laughs> hey Devon, I didn't hear that in the church of Devon. Like what he's talking about, just so y'all know, I know what he's talking about. Because <laughs> before I, like, up until like four years ago, when I, but that's not the pre Devin Devin. That's pre Devin. That's post pre Devin. Because, like, there was track Devin. Okay, so I don't right? know that one. Yeah. yeah. So, like Tyra Banks, track Devin. 
Tyra Banks has no, no, I've never had a Tyra Banks body. Tyra Banks has an amazing body. I've never had a Tyra Banks body, right? So I was like super, super skinny, like super, super skinny, right? And then uh, in my mid twenties till like almost my mid thirties, I did got on, put on my corporate, my corporate 15, 20 pounds. So Ian likes that one because I had really big boobs. That's not what I said. I didn't just say I said, it wasn't, I, I, wasn't I, just the boobs. Anyway, uh, right. but that's specifically what, what you meant. Oh, God have mercy. <laughs> I think you still do though, but it, you know, it's all all good. Let's not talk about Devin's boobs. Right. So <laughs> that won't cure last week. <laughs> Anyways. Next <laughs> on your Robert. Let's yeah. let's go to you on your what you want ideal man's body part. Well, um, like Ian was saying, I mean, knee along definitely. I'm uh, I like the girl from um, what's that show again? Orange is the new black. Which one? The girl with the lips. What's oh, Dyra? Dyra, yes. You know what I mean? Definitely, I, I like her. So you've mentioned two. Well, Nia's not big. Yeah, no. It goes in between. And um, if I was to look at another body type, in terms of, let me think. Hmm. Nia Long, yep. Um, Tiffany, uh, Tiffany Haddish. Really? Yeah. I have. I'm closer to Tiffany Haddish body. That's that's like my body type. Yeah, Tiffany Haddish is definitely. I I, I enjoy watching her in Girl Strip. I enjoy watching her on Def Jam. Yeah, Tiffany Haddish is uh, great. I, but really, actually, I would prefer someone who's really fit and goes to the gym because I want to be like. If I slack off, I want someone to motivate me to actually go as well. Sorry, the reason why I made that face is because the amount of guys who are like, I want you to motivate me. I'm like, look, come put together already. Don't come, said, to, me. Don't come to me with potential. Come to me, <laughs> come to me with that's your a whole, plan. That's excellent. a good show. That's a good show. What? Women and wanting men who are ready made. Anyway. But guys are coming to me ready made and trying and wanting to come for me to help them be, get made. So it's okay for me to be made, but you, you're going to come to me and want me to mold you? And that, my friends, but is a different... That's a different thing. <laughs> that's a whole different know, thing. And this is why I won't date a 27-year-old, because I'm like, I don't want to teach. He might teach you some stuff about yourself, too. He do. They will. They will. That's true. The 27-year-old 27, the 27 we I was asking him about was someone that I met through other people. And... Uh, he was, uh, and he was actually like the coolest person that I met. And it was like, and we kind of just clicked and we just kind of got along. And you can tell there was like a mutual attraction between us. And I was just kind of like, I'm closer to your mom's age than yours. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, yeah, I can't, I can't. Mm. I'm just going to leave that alone. We're going to be friends. <laughs> oh, man, you, didn't, you didn't know that you liked kale until you knew that you liked kale, right? Right? Yeah. Right? But the thing is, here's the what thing. What happens I, I when you eat enough. too much kale, though? I don't know. Does it turn your pee green? Like, what? What are we, Where are you going with turns this? You <laughs> turns you into the Hulk. Something like that. <laughs> That's, I was like, all right. I ate a lot of kale. I ate a lot of quinoa and kale. I'm good. Uh, Arnold, you didn't share yours. I, I, I think I did, actually. <laughs> your body type? Yeah. No. No, no, you, no didn't. you didn't. No, you didn't. I think you said that in your head. No, no, no. I, I said, I said Neil Long, just like the rest of these oh. guys. Okay. Oh, you, I thought you just agreed. Okay, did I share mine? No. Um, I don't think you guys are gonna like my answer because I literally don't really have a body type. Cop out. And, and my answer is gonna be very similar to what Ian said originally, jokingly. It's gonna be the body type is the guy that makes me laugh the guy that has a really cute face like uh, a face you, that how, i want to stare you, at how do you quantify that across the room the guy that you makes mean, you laugh like like no but it's a face it's like in terms of physical attraction for me it's face face is the most important thing 
Like I gotta be able, cause like, I, I was like, if you, like if you have something on your face that is very distracting, then I'm just gonna stare at it. And I can't, <laughs> I can't. So, question for you. That's interesting, sorry. <laughs> But, Sorry, I actually like that. So, like, yeah. um, there's a model from Toronto. Mm-hmm. Um, you wanna um, the one that was oh, on America's oh, Top Model, yeah. Winnie Harlow, right? Yeah, and Winnie. I love Winnie Harlow. I love her. Yeah, I, yeah. I just, I know. I just, yeah. I thought it was interesting. And I'm not, and it's not, and I, I'll never say anything about. It, but it's just for me, and also accents. I have a problem with accents, but that's a whole other. I love accents. <laughs> 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 I have a very small list of accents that I can handle. <laughs> but and I'm and I'm better than I used to be. Like it was like you have an accent, what? Nope. Wow. <laughs> now it's like in my okay. country you would be a queen. Exactly. Right? <laughs> but I did I dated an Angolan guy and he had like a very hard accent and it was cool. The reason that it didn't work out had nothing to do with an accent. It was <laughs> that he was communist. Uh, Let's not talk about people. But he had an amazing body. He was a model. That didn't that didn't, that didn't make him stay any longer. <laughs> Question for you though. Question for you though. Because you said you said you said funny guys do it for you. Right? <laughs> so you get Dave Chappelle. No, it's coming. That's not, not that kind of funny. Because no. that's just like like funny I don't really want to hang out with Dave Chappelle. Like like Cause like I used to do comedy events, right? So then I know a lot of the comedy guys in the city um, really well. And don't there's certain, it. huh? Don't do it. No, no, no. But I, but I, I'm not gonna list who, who's who. But there's certain comedy guys that I would just be like, never, just because, because their humor is just like, yeah, it's funny on a on on stage, but off stage, it's just kind of like you're just immature. But <laughs> you know what I mean? But then there's other ones that I'd be like, okay, yeah, your humor is a mature humor, like kind of thing. So, and, and I don't even want, I don't even want a comedian. I want somebody that makes me, I shouldn't say laugh, somebody that makes me smile. And that's, that's a, that's a different thing from making me laugh. Someone that just, um, cause if you look at your five, lo- five love languages, my number one is acts of service. So the thing that makes me the happiest is when somebody does something for me without me having to ask for it or expecting it. And somebody just does something for me. Nice. I don't need gifts. I don't need like physical, I don't need like compliments. Um, and then that and physical touch. So like just be near me so I could like touch you or you can touch, or you can touch me then we're good. Like those are the two most important things that matter to me. Uh, so I want to make you feel emotions then. Something like that. Cause and I, I could be I could be a little hard hard to get through. I got some walls up. Really? No. Not as much anymore. Honestly, it's like I I've let a lot of them down, but I used to be like, hmm. even you said that, Ian, remember? You're just like Yeah. yeah. How you're like you're like, I thought you didn't like me. God, all in the podcast? I am. <laughs> I said what I said. <laughs> oh man! I bring on Queen Maxine over here. Right, <laughs> but, but I was just saying it's just like, and I think a big part of that is because I used to have this really big barrier where it's just like people. A lot of people used to say that. A lot of people were like, "Oh, I didn't think you would be like this nice, as nice as you are." And I'm like, "Dude, I'm from Manitoba. I'm like friendly." In my blood. Hmm. <laughs> aight, aight, aight. Cool. So, any final thoughts as we wrap this mother up? Anybody have anything to add? Want to tell any stories? No? Great. Well, uh, Ian has a shirt. Uh, 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 has some shirts that uh, he's been... Uh, Resurrecting. Oh, oh, business, business you know plug time? Oh, okay. Um, what do I have upcoming? Um, look out for a very big project at the Royal Ontario Museum. Uh, look out for Harbourfront, uh, Soul on Ice Skate Night on January the 6th. Uh, my birthday party, The One, um, Carpe Noctum, 
and the one day party, Carpe Diem, uh, January 1st and 30th, respectively. December 30th and January 1st, respectively. Um, look out for the resurrection of emancipation, my 25-year-ago clothing line when I was a teenager. Um, so that clothing line is coming back. Um, look out for the Speech and Power podcast uh, series coming very soon. Um, uh, profiling some of the most influential entertainment uh, personalities of our time. Um, interviews thus far uh, recorded. Walshi from Major Lazer. Uh, DJ Baby U from Toronto, now in, in LA, uh, amongst others. Um, Kofi Cerebo. <laughs> this guy's name is all over this freaking podcast. <laughs> He's actually pretty intelligent. I know. Kofi, Kofi come on the show. <laughs> you know I, 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 I think Kofi needs to, needs to pay us for, for all this like advertisement. Right? Like, I mean, we need, we need uh, he doesn't checks. need any help getting women. What else? What else? What else? Uh, speech and Power, Entertainment Company, Clothing Line. Uh, um, I think that's about it for now. I think there's a couple more things, but that should do it. Respectthename.com for uh, the basic hub. And yeah, look, check me out on social media. Ian Andre Espinay. Cool. Cool. Kind of. What's going on? Where can people follow you? Got anything popping? Uh, no, nothing popping other than wanting to just fight with everybody on social media that comes oh, in my world with nonsense. I yeah, exactly. I saw the um, today. Yeah. Mm, <laughs> I don't know why people keep trying me. I really don't. Anyway. Um, I, I want to know the story. <laughs> like you, have, you have to go on it. You have to go on the page and see the fight because it was a long one. So Twitter, yeah. Instagram? Uh, Facebook. Facebook? Okay. Facebook. Uh, yeah. Okay. Um, so yeah, just hit me up on any social media. I'm on uh, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, hit me up. Let's talk. Let's connect. Oh, I think I typed your Arnold flowers, Red. flowers, okay. Red Sox nation on Twitter too. On a Twitter. And Insta. You're like the only person I talk to on Twitter now. <laughs> I'm like never on Twitter otherwise. Roberto, you got anything popping? So that's well, the word we're using today. Right now, um, I am going back on stage, bringing back a, I'm bringing up a play for Christmas called Every Year. We are starting casting and we are going into production. So in December, you might, you will see me. And you uh, might see me. You might see Devin. I'm trying to use my connections to get to get <laughs> to pass the auditions. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so you might see Devin. Might but yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I am uh, putting up a play, and um, I am also revamping my my first novel, Why Me, and I'm coming up coming up with my next novel, Just Chance It, for 2018. Dope. Dates to come soon. I am uh, going to brunch with my girlfriends next weekend. <laughs> Will there be kale? No, probably not. Because I, I always Those. use that. I probably always use that as like a cheat meal. Seriously, you guys Google kale and models and a fashion show and you'll hear what happened. Why did you just tell us? They all got diarrhea and they had to okay. cancel the whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, why didn't you tell us? <laughs> that's too much kale that's too much well they thought they were you know healthy and i guess you know the coke and whatever wasn't doing it for them anymore Mm -mm. so i will invite if any of y'all feel that you want to come to the gym with me i'm inviting you all for one friendly workout session that doesn't sound friendly at all <laughs> so friendly at all he <laughs> Okay, so Devin, the safe term is Charlie Murphy. I'm bleeding inside. That's when you need to stop. Okay. I wouldn't be able to get that out. <laughs> <laughs> I think the safe term. I think the as a professional, I think I'll be able to see when it's too much. Ask Robert. When Robert was like, I could see him. Robert, I'm like, 
okay, we're going to start the cool down now. (laughs) (laughs) At a certain point in the workout, I was like, okay, so this is what we're going to (laughs) do. Because it was, it was like, I could see his heart. His heart was starting to come out. Like, you know, like the cartoons where it comes, starts coming out of your heart. Kalima. It wasn't love. (laughs) (laughs) Although there was, there was talent. There was talent over there. They could have been love. There was talent walking around. Oh my gosh. There was talent. Uh, please don't talk about shorty short shorts. Listen, there was talent. That's all I can say. That's all I'm gonna say. Are you talking about shorty short shorts? Because I was like a little bit nauseous from that. <laughs> Is that no? I'm asking. I'm seriously asking. I wanna. I wanna understand a little bit. I don't remember shorty short short. Okay, good. Then that means it wasn't her. Because <laughs> that made me nauseous. And she was one of the trainers working at that gym. I don't work at that gym. We just went to a. I don't so, go yeah. to so I'm inviting y'all since y'all are all trying to get on your fitness kick and I would like to encourage you and help you. And so, yes, I said, I said it and I have a gym that I can bring a friend to every time I go. So. We got planet fitness. Yeah. Well, mine's like the similar type of situation where you bring it, <laughs> but it's not planet fitness, but it's still like planet fitness. Good life. Good life. Yeah. Good life. I'm not sponsored, so I don't care. <laughs> right? That's why, that's why I'm not mentioning any names. I said, I have another gym. <laughs> I got two gym memberships. I ain't mentioning none of their names because I don't work at either of them. Neither of them are paying me. I'm paying them. So <laughs> that's it. Um, right. Arnold, aren't you- and for more fitness tips, go to devinmdjones.com. There's no fitness yeah. tips. Follow me on Facebook and you'll get more fitness tips than on my website. <laughs> Alrighty. Thank you All for right. having me. Thank cool. you everybody for coming on. We really appreciate it. The Great Black North is nothing without Black Canadians. Yes. Oh, and last year, last week we had a Black, black uh, Londoner. So, <laughs> so we're still keeping it North. <laughs> but. North, North. Yeah, north. It's north. I was like, you're north. You're okay. <laughs> north London. Oh, Robert. Yo. Take us out. All right. Ladies and gentlemen, this was another episode of The Great Black North. I am your favorite author, your favorite author, Robert Lolo, signing off. And I am Devin M.G. Jones, signing off. And thank you once again to our two guests, Arnold and Ian. See you guys on the other side. Remember to leave a comment below or on the Facebook page, on the YouTube, on the SoundCloud, wherever you're watching us. See you on the other side. Bye. All right. Emancipate yourself from mental slavery. Yeah.